Welcome back to Ch Unplugged Church Edition. We are so happy that you returned for another episode yes. of Unplugged Church Edition. We thank you yes. for all the likes, the shares, and the follows. Thank we you. pray that you'll continue to like, share, and to invite your family, your friends, and your church members, and your co-workers to follow Everybody. us. <laughs> yes, we are so excited to be back, um, to unload, and to have some soulful conversations. We have a wonderful guest, an amazing yes. um, leader, an amazing woman, a midwife, a yes. deliverer. Oh, yes. um, you know, she's just a phenomenal woman of God. Mm -hmm. And I have just um, been blessed by her since meeting her, her ministry, her gifts. Yes. Glory be to God. And I am just so excited that she's here. How about you, Frey? How are you today, Evangelist? Elder Stacy, I'm excited. I am. This is overwhelming. This whole experience, just for the mere love that we've been getting for starting the podcast, for the support, for every prophet, every pastor, every leader, every friend, every classmate, I mean, just everyone who has been so supportive. We really do want to say thank you to yes, them because yes, you guys do. have thank been you so much. spreading the word. You guys have been, I mean, this is reaching everywhere across the seas, throughout the country, and I'm just overwhelmed. You know, when God gives you a word or a direction, and then when you see it happening, you're like, oh, my God, it's really happening. <laughs> yes, yes. So y'all continue to pray for us. We, please, again, we please. are just so grateful for you and everything you have been doing for us. And as Elder Stacy said, we have a wonderful person that is joining us, my sister, my friend. Um, this woman of God has spoken into my life many a times. And Elder, I believe you received yes, a yes. good word on I, the right time. Yes, yes. <laughs> Freed me from fear oh, and anxiety listen. and helped me to get started. That's probably why we're up here now because this woman of God was like, it's something inside of you. You know, and I just thank God for those people that it's not about, you know, fame or just about, let's say, look, my life is not my own. So I'm grateful. I'm not going to keep talking anymore because we want to give her time to talk. And I'm going to let her introduce herself, tell you about who she is, where she's from, if she's a pastor, or is she a prophet, is she apostle, who is she? I would love to she introduce you. Well, she's someone who loves the people, um, have a heart for the people. That's what we bring on here, honey. We want real folks who's going to talk about real stuff, soulful conversations. I would like to introduce to you none other than Pastor Tina Simpson. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Great woman of God. It's an honor and a privilege to be up here you. on the stage with you. Yes. I'm allowing you to be able to be used by God, especially mm -hmm. in what God has given unto you for this unplugged, for it is needed for such a time Amen. as this. Amen. Amen of all what she's going to cover, all what she's going to release all what God is going to do in you and through you and for you mm -hmm. as well for the people. Amen. Amen. So it's an honor and privilege. I'm Pastor Tina Simpson. <laughs> I'm, I'm from originally from Westchester, Pennsylvania, but I reside in Coachville, Pennsylvania. Okay, Amen. I'm, mm -hmm. At 2001, I've got saved. Okay. Amen. Um, in the midst of being saved, God has healed me, delivered me, anointed mm -hmm. me, called me, and chose me. Amen. But um, at one point in time, he pushed me into a ministry called Surrender All Woman's Ministry. And I thank and praise God that he trusted me mm. with for such a time as this for women. Amen. But not only just women, these was women that I would call babies. Mm. These was women that was out 
there in the world, you know, um, struggling, suffering, mm -hmm. trying to find their way. And God had called um, me unto them to bring them into my house, to minister to them. Amen. It was an honor and a privilege. I'm um, seeing healing, deliverance, being set free. Mm -hmm. But Thanks, in God. the midst of it all, you know, God had shifted me Amen. of my obedience to mm -hmm. him being faithful. Amen. He was um, stretching me and yes. mm. yes. yes. gave me a charge, amen, to um, start pastoring. Mm. So now I am the pastor of Surrender All Fresh Manor Ministries, oh, okay. amen, um, as we are in Oxford, Pennsylvania. But I just think and praise God that he just trusts me, amen. And that's how I look at everything, <clears throat> excuse me, mm -hmm. of all that I've been through, all that I endured, yes. all that I labor, all that I trusted into, yeah. amen, that he had his hands on me, that he saved me. Not only did he save me, but he healed me, amen. amen. I came from a background, amen, um, from depression. Mm. And I tell you what, I tried to commit suicide a few times, but God saw fit to keep me, amen, because I'm still here, amen. amen. Thank God he did, thank God he did. <laughs> you know, and that's what we want to talk Lord. about, continue yes, with our so. series of mental illness yes. versus demonic oppression. Yes. Um, and as you already started to give some of your testimony, yes. amen. we want to continue because there, especially right now with the pandemic, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's a lot of opportunity for mental illness to take place to affect our moods, our emotions, yes. and it's like, you know, just affect us. And sometimes as a church, we may not be able to identify correctly mental yes. illness. Or depression. Or Someone depression. Or deep depression. Anxiety. Because you can still be in a deep depression and still go to church. Absolutely. You know, I know Amen. what that's pastoring. about as well. And pastoring, <laughs> right? A Amen. function. You can Leader. be, you know, getting up, going to work, yes. Yes. you know, interacting with, um, you know, your friends mm -hmm. and your family, and they don't Amen. even identify they or they don't even notice that you are in a deep depression Struggling. unless yeah. it goes on to something deeper than yes. that leads, out, yes. you know, because deep depression can lead into mental health, you know, illness, and it'll start, you know, it can show itself in different ways, um, bipolarism, yeah. you know, it can even progress on to, you know, uh, schizophrenia, schizophrenia yeah. and, you know, all of those things. And we want to help people from reaching that level. We have seen people who have just, you know, they one day they were meant, you know, stable, you know, they had a, um, they were stable, yeah, you know, um, in their life. Taking care of families, everything. Exactly. And then they went into a depression. And then because they didn't get help, it led into a deeper depression Absolutely. until it led into something even deeper than that. They just let go altogether. Um, sometimes, you know, they just gave up. And then it was some people, they didn't, it, you know, it was out of their realm. It spiraled out of control yes. and they couldn't bring it back in. And it led mm. to something, you know, more serious yes. where they needed yes. to get treatment whether it was medication, we know even to the point where sometimes you can be even institutionalized yeah. because it has just spiraled out of that, you know, it just has spiraled out of control, you know, um, and oftentimes it's missed and it could be, um, or misdiagnosed, right. especially yeah. in the church, because we thinking, you know, that person is just, you know, dealing with demons mm -hmm. and we want to cast them out and we, and right. you, and right. you know, 
because you are, you have a deliverance ministry. Yes, yes. You, you see Jesus. it, you know, and you have dealt with it yourself. Mm -hmm. So we want you just to feel free to share your testimony. Yes. This is, you know, soulful Amen. conversations. Amen. We want to help people to get unplugged. Amen. 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 So we Amen. want you to just share your testimony um, and just speak to the people mm -hmm. and tell them your story because Amen. you have a great story. Please share. Praise God. Like I said, again, I thank you for this opportunity. You know, I don't take it lightly to be able to come and just mm -hmm. share, amen, and looking for what God can do and what he will do, amen, amen through anyone. We overcome by the words of our testimony amen. and the blood of the lamb, amen. But I know um, even in the midst of me going through what I went through, but it didn't take me until I got out to really see mm. um, the hand of God mm. in the enemy as well. Mm. But I just know um, learning that between the ages of five and eight, mm -hmm. that I went through some things of lack of love, you mm. will call in the household, mm. that you know, parents, they didn't tell you they love you, they didn't wrap their arms around oh you God. and say they love you. You know, their love was to keep the lights on, the food on the table, right. the clothes on your back, that was love. Mm. So in the midst of this, I will find myself alone all the time. Mm. I wasn't the kind of child that went outside and played. Yeah. I played by myself. Okay. I played house by myself, I played. Oh. Like I was a teacher, I would put on like a mm -hmm. towel, act like I had long hair. Mm -hmm. and, My sister and, used and, to do that. And do all these things, but in the midst, I didn't know that I was already separated oh. of what I was doing from the outside. And I would take my time and just be by myself where God starts speaking to me, but I didn't understand it at the time where I would see fruit on the refrigerator. Instead of seeing fruit, I would see life. Mm. I, would, I would start seeing people being healed and I didn't know what I was seeing My and, or sickness oh. like tell me that grandma's sick and you know it was fruit but it was like speaking to me but I didn't understand it but at the age of um, 11 I noticed that I just didn't want to live mm. and 11. At, 11, at 11 at the age of 11 I didn't want to live I just didn't like the way how life was mm. you know our mom had left us and came back and mm. it was just a lot so I opened myself up to looking for love in different places right. where I lost my virginity at 12 mm. amen looking for someone that the said love. that they that you know I had low self-esteem they said I was pretty mm -hmm. you know that they admired me they paid attention to mm -hmm. me you know so in the midst of that I thought that was love and mm -hmm. someone cared but at the same time the oppression mm -hmm. was already on me but I didn't know it mm -hmm. at the age of 14 I got pregnant mm -hmm. you know at 15 I had my first child mm -hmm. you know trying to work and go to school at the same time, take care where it was overwhelming. At 16, I had my second one, oh, right. you know, my second child, which I, I, by that time I was an alcoholic. Ooh, 16. You, you know what I mean? I was, I, would, I just was saying like, these are my babies that I have something that I, that I can love, right. that they're mine, they can't take from me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They can't control me, right. you know, nobody. And that by age of 17, that was my, my year that I became a drug dealer because mm. I was taking care of these are mine and do anything necessary. But at the mm. same time, I was numbing myself mm. through the alcohol and stuff because of what I was lacking was really love. Mm. And I'm trying to love where I don't know really how to, how love. to love. Amen. That's and good. love my children, but loving them in, in the wrong way mm. that I'm going to do for them the way 
that my mom and father didn't do for me. Amen. You know, I'm going to give them everything they want, whatever's out, they're going to get it, but I'm going to do it this way. Amen. You know, and by 18, I got pregnant again, and that's when I really was in a, a depressed state because I start dipping and dabbing mm -hmm. in, in um, drugs, mm -hmm. snorting here and there, mm -hmm. you know, maintaining and this and that. And what thing that I really want to really wanna talk about, even though through all that, just giving you the background, mm -hmm. that I was numbed. Mm, and what happened was I went into addiction mm. because I haven't faced the reality mm. of what I really was going through. See, some people sometimes got to be so careful of how they say that somebody's in a state of depression, the way that they're, they're suicidal. First of all, you're, you're, you're um, off balance, you're not balanced. Um, you you got to understand that what is really not the drug, it's not the uh, the alcohol that they it's it's something that they're that they're not that they're not willing to face. Right. It's something that they cannot identify with. Why are they in the state that they're in? Because way back then, sometimes even in the midst of that, they're numbing their mind. They can't remember what it is. Mm. Sometimes it this takes by because this is how um, depression is formed be in between the age of three. In 24, mm. because time 24 is fully developed My of the Lord. depression, the state that you're in. Because now you can see what it sure enough is in the midst of what you are fighting. Mm -hmm. um, let me tell you, at the age of eight, even though if you may be been molested mm -hmm. from them ages of two to eight, Listen, it's lying dormant inside of you, but when it's able to operate, it comes forth. Mm. See, it doesn't know how to operate yet. Mm. And see, and some people got to understand the difference from depression and demonic. Uh -huh. See, because the demonic side of it, oh, it's, it's in you. You're depressed and you're fighting. But when it's old enough to operate on its own, mm. this is good, see, this is the thing that we don't see. Mm. And they wonder why kids like nine... And they, oh, did the murderers or they, or, or, or they raped somebody, yep, this or that. Yep, this do, thing is, is 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 developed enough to operate mm. now. Mm. Because at two and three, it's not, the, the, oh, oh, they touch it. you, you see. But at that age Jesus. of eight, they, see, your mind's developed. Mm. At the age of eight, you're held accountable for your thoughts. Mm. Because you know right from wrong. Mm. Mm -hmm. See, and people don't talk about these things. Mm. That's important. Amen. That's so true. I, I decided yes. just to help somebody with that to know and understand if their child, why they're the way that they are. Why is all of a sudden this is coming? Oh, I, we did this and we did mm -hmm. that. You know I mean? And you gotta understand that when you are unaware of what is operating, mm -hmm. that thing will throw you off and what's come being unexpected mm -hmm. will devour you. Mm -hmm. That's why even in the church today, you cannot come up and call somebody a demon, a witch, right. and this that you don't know what they went through, what's their background, mm -hmm. you don't know the state, that's how they that's got that's in the state that they are in. Jesus you don't know the process that they're in. You have to learn how to respect it. Mm. How do you respect it? You respect it by seeking the Lord. Mm. Allow him to lead and guide you and give you wisdom in the situation. Mm -hmm. Because like they even say, um, life and death is in the power yeah. of the tongue. And you come at them in the wrong way. You don't know what you could cause in their That's life. Because the mm. they're struggling already in their mind. Mm. Right. Mm. That's right. Right. And you have to know That's true. what you're speaking to. That's mm. true. That's so true. And there comes a time that my mom, she put me in a mental institution. Wow. Mm. How old were you? I was 24. 
Mm. I had my kids and everything. I was I was an alcoholic, you know mm. that, and and she was just like fed up, and she came and um, sent the cops. Well, wait, the what cops. were you doing that made her? But what was happening was I was drinking, okay, and then I was I was doing drugs, but I, I wasn't doing them like how I normally. But I still was out of order. Mm -hmm. So she thought you were and depressed, so, kind of yes, going there. Yes, okay. and I would say like, oh, I don't care. I could do whatever I want. Oh, this is my life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when they when they came and got me, my mom 302'd me, mm -hmm. and I figured like, oh, I'm gonna get out. And when they brought mm -hmm. me, they said that the state I was in, they did not want to release me. Mm -hmm. So they said they were instead of taking me to court, they brought court to the rehab. Wow. Mm -hmm. And they took mm -hmm. me in a room and they said. Well, what is it, you know, well, we just want to make sure. I said, who are you to tell me that I can't take my own life? This right. is my life. Right. Mm. And when I said that, it was over. Wow. They, they, they said nothing about they, that. They, yeah, they, 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 they strapped me down. Listen, I've been strapped down, mm. but then all that because of my state of mind, because mm -hmm. I, I was serious, mm -hmm. and I really believed it. I mean, it was to the point that I'm going to take my kids with me because mm. they are mine. Jesus. You know, Jesus. I, mean, I, I mean, this thing was real. Was real. Mm. You know, and I, and I loved them. I said, they are mine. Mm -hmm. I finally have something that I can say that is mine, mm -hmm. that I love, and if I'm going, they're going with me. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. And God intervened mm -hmm. through that rehab because because what I thought was meant that I thought my own method. Oh yeah, I'm just going to tell him this so I can get out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't think that way. But God had a plan. Isn't that something? Yeah. You know, what I mean, him, that changed him. my mind mm -hmm. and allowed me to see who I really was. That I was fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. That He was allowing me to, to know mm -hmm. that I was loved, mm -hmm. even though I didn't know the Lord did. Mm -hmm. But He gave me the scripture. He had somebody say Philippians four thirteen. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what Philippians four thirteen <laughs> was, Mercy. but I loved it. That scripture. I didn't know the Lord. I didn't know the Bible. I didn't know where to go to find it at in the Bible. But I just heard this Philippians. 413 and I can do all things Thank through you. Christ who strengthens me so I wrote on that for a while mm -hmm. I end up in rehabs mm -hmm. you know trying to get it together but one day I just made my mind up this is enough mm -hmm. and what has happened how I came out of um, the depression because let me tell you something I was diagnosed bipolar mm. See? being bipolar I was somebody one moment and another person another moment. Yep, yep. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? My husband would call me, say, I'm on my way home. And Tommy got home, I was somebody else. Mm. You know, and I just remember that one day he took me to church. Now, remember, I wasn't in church. I know the Lord. Mm -hmm. I know how you get this and that. I mean, I know them Fox right, prayers, right, right. amen. Lord, if you let me get one more hit, Lord, I, I'm going to stop. You know what I mean? Lord, if you if you pay this bill, I'm being real. You know, yeah, we, 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 know how to, we know how to do them, there, them foxhole right. prayers. Mm. But I didn't know how to pray. You know yeah, what I mean? That's right. That's, that's it. But uh, what happened was the uh, my husband said, I got to take you to church. Wait, so now you're married. Oh, yeah, I got married. Okay. You now, know, my husband, my husband, as a matter of fact, we met in a dual diagnosis rehab. Okay. So wait, you were still, you was in the mental institute. Yes. They got you, you were medicated? I'm sure they yeah, medicated yeah, they you. Yeah, me, I'm they sure they They had me on, uh, it was called uh, uh, Depakote. Mm -hmm. mm. yep. 2,000 milligrams a day. Yes. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's, that's a thousand. So you were in the sedated morning, pretty much. Mm. And a thousand at night. Yeah, mm. you were just you know, and it was like it was like it was making me worse instead of better. Yeah, okay. That's, that's okay. You know what I mean? Heavy. So, I went, so how long were you in the mental institution? 
I was in there for like four months. Okay. And I was on this medicine for five years. Oh, okay. And okay. what happened was I tried to weed myself off. Right. I tried to take myself and I got sick. Mm. And the doctor said, you cannot just stop that medicine. That, you could that, die. That's yeah. And this and that. That's so I said, truth. oh, my goodness. But you wanted to get off. But I wanted to get off mm. So um, because I didn't like how it was making mm. me feel. So what happened, one day I went to church. So your husband, you got married. At what age did you get married? I got married at 33. Okay. So you, you had stopped taking the medication by the yep. time you got married. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I was on it for a bit, and then he, he was like, well, we got to get married, took me to church. Mm -hmm. So one day he says to me, I want to go up there and get healed from that medicine. Mm. And I was like, listen, I'm not going up there. First of all, I don't believe in this stuff. I'm only following you because you my boo and this is what you want to do. I'm not going up there for that. This stuff is a fake. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in it. And he and so he kept asking me, please mm -hmm. go up there and get wow. go for that medicine. So it, what made me go up there, he made me mad. He got on my nerves. Mm -hmm. He just kept asking me. I said, let me just go up here. Mm -hmm. I said, let me just go up here. And as I was going up, you know, my legs start shaking and I remember the pastor was calling for healing. Mm. There was somebody in front of me getting prayed for, the, for their back, and I was next. So when I went to step, mm -hmm. it was like the power of God. Mm. I raised my hand, and like his power just came down I on me. He didn't, allow, no, he didn't allow anybody to touch me. Oh, glory. He didn't allow anybody to minister I to me. He, he said, and when, when he did what he did, mm. let me tell you something. Now, I would experienced being drunk in the world and all that. Right. I didn't believe all this stuff that I saw. Right. But I tell you what, when he did what he did, Jesus. that was July 8th, 2001, I said I didn't walk back to my seat. They had to carry me back because I was drunk in the spirit. I believe it. Amen. I believe it. He made sure. He, let, let me tell you. I walked, I didn't walk back to my seat, mm -hmm. but from that day forward, I never took that medicine again. But not only that, I never got sick. Mm, look at God, the power of when God. When he took mm. it, he took it. I haven't took that medicine since that day. Mm. He healed me. Instantly. Mm. He healed me. Instantly. 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 So what comes to me that every now and then the enemy will try to come upon me mm -hmm. and bring the spirit of depression on me. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, I don't entertain it. I don't dwell in it long. Right, right. I recognize okay. it. And I go back to, I remember July 8th, 2001. Praise he God. healed me. You can't get me that way. Yeah, that's important because I know a lot of people mm -hmm. who've been slain in the spirit and then the enemy comes back and says, Anxiety coming knocking on the door, yeah. you know, depression's knocking on the door. Mm -hmm. But what are some things? I know you said you like, wait, stop right there. My affirmations out. Well, Bishop Sadie said, you got to say your affirmations, continue yeah. to say, I am healed. I know I've been yeah. delivered. Yeah. So, what are some other things that you do? When you feel like, I, I tell people, don't entertain it. Like, I know, yeah, I don't. like, if people, mm -hmm. like, right now with the coronavirus, a lot of people passed away. So yeah. depression can easily slide yes. away in. Right and I tell in. people, it's okay to grieve, but you can't stay there. Exactly. You can't stay there. When you exactly. feel your stuff lingering too long, somewhere you got to wash your face yes. and say, now the person who passed away is not going to want me to yes. feel this way yes. all the time you know but what yes. are some things that you do well one of the things i do especially like to help people like when i when i minister mm -hmm. and sometimes i go home 
I, I take a shower because sometimes I used to be a headache. Mm -hmm. And I in, in worship, while I'm in worship, mm -hmm. headaches come upon me. And I was like, what is that? Jesus. And God was telling me it was an attack. It was the attack of the enemy that mm -hmm. come to try to shift my mind out mm -hmm. of my worship. Okay. But I was still fighting just go through the headache. Mm -hmm. But I would not stop. Uh, mm -hmm. I would still worship. Even mm -hmm. though I know you're press trying to stop it, my worship. It, you're trying, it. you're just pressuring and pressuring. Mm -hmm. But I said the more he pressed, the more uh, I fought, Jesus. the more I wouldn't give up. Because eventually it is going to release. Amen. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Eventually, it will flee. That's Amen. Good. But are you willing to stay in a fight long enough for it to Ooh, flee? Good. Pastor Tina just yes. said something. Are you willing to stay in a fight so you gain your freedom? Sometimes you have to yes. fight for your freedom. You, you have to fight for, for your, your deliverance. Yes. You have to fight for your <laughs> healing. And you, yes. and as long as you have faith and trust and believe God mm. is able Amen. and you keep fighting oh before God. long, he will bring you out. Yes. Now say, for instance, you're fighting, you're fighting, you're fighting, but you're finding yourself falling deeper into a depression mm -hmm. what should someone do well for me for instance when it comes overwhelming like that mm -hmm. I still got to go back to the basics you sometimes you got to go back to the basics of when it first happened mm -hmm. when he first healed you when he first delivered you what I mean by that what did you do then the first time <laughs> that this, this is what you're going to have to continue to my do, God that you're going to have to pray that sometimes you have to be still and know that he's mm -hmm. God. Sometimes you, you have to stick up that phone. You got to stop listening for other people's opinions and prayers and seeking. That's God good. says, seek, you know, seek me, mm -hmm. the kingdom of God first and all yes. righteousness, all things Matthew will be added. Six and because sometimes That's we it. get so overwhelmed and worried. I need somebody to pray for me. Some people don't have Listen. that anointing Listen. for the prayer. Come on. Somebody doesn't have the authority to go into that realm for you. Mm. Sometimes you sometimes you do that and you, you they end up putting their stuff on Ooh. you as well. You better stop. So you got to be so careful and Jesus. know that, that how did God really bring you Ooh. out the first time? Mm. And see, sometimes people are just not willing. To, the whole answer is that you're not willing to continue to fight. Mm. It's fight. Listen. The Hear greater that? the anointing, the greater the fight. Mm. The next level, the, like it's going to cost you more. Mm. More fight. More. You mm. know what I mean? Longer in it. That's Ooh, true. Pastor That's true. Team, you can ready you to know? make me go shine. You, 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 you got to push a little bit harder. You got to oh. stay in that mm. position a little uh, longer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes I always say that, like, before, after I minister and stuff, and the enemy try to come, in, oh, you mm. didn't prophesy. Oh, you know, I told you to <laughs> say, oh, why <laughs> you say this? Why you do this? Right. Why you do that? Right. And, I, and I was taking that on for a second. I said, hold up, devil. Mm. I did. I did what I was supposed to do. So I recognized that, okay, I'm empty now. Mm. We talked about we that. When and you are empty, you have to go get rid feel sometimes you got to be careful and that's why you need um anointed people around you people that's can sure enough carry you yes in the that's spirit good. That, that's that good that means that you're going to block them because listen i'm open i'm done i did i'm a minister i'm open i said i'm open to be attacked i'm open yes. for to be <laughs> You listen, get me out of here. Yeah. Some people is like, oh, they, oh, oh, they, they're too annoying. Oh, you can't talk to me. I'm open. Mm. Right. That's the truth. I'm open. Mm. Let let me regain some things, or maybe I can. Mm -hmm. But I, I. You gotta refill yourself. I'm empty. I, look, I'm using wisdom. Mm. That's it. That's, good. That's it. You wisdom. Know, people, people mm -hmm. is wisdom, mm -hmm. and you need wisdom. 
listen, as soon as you're done and the enemy try to come and you lay down and listen that, now get your shower, get yourself something to eat, mm -hmm. baby, something light, whatever the case may That's be, you know, and relax and get back into the presence of God so he can refill you. Exactly. But you know, that scripture. Because mm -hmm. remember when Jesus was in the wilderness mm -hmm. and Satan yes. tempted him yes. after he rebuked yes. Satan that third yes. time and said, look, get these hands, get out my face. Mm -hmm. yes. The yes. angels yes. came and ministered yes. to him. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot about, you're absolutely right. And I felt that before. Mm -hmm. I've prayed, worked an altar call and had um, a, a very successful, thanks be to God, time at the altar call, but I would feel an aching. Mm. Yeah. And I would get my anointing oil, and I've been teaching my spiritual daughters, when you pray for somebody, begin to anoint yourself and pray back. Yeah. Because you are empty, and you're very sensitive. Yeah. Right? And you'd be like, mm, wait, you can't just approach somebody. So I try to teach the next group. Yeah. Anoint yourself. Get your time by yourself. Yeah. Just, you know, anoint yourself, Lord Jesus. You know, begin to yes. be, because your apps, I have experienced that myself. Mm -hmm. I really have. Mm -hmm. I have, like, why is my arm aching? Because you done laid hands on somebody. Yep. And that enemy was like, okay, I'm getting ready to come back and try to hit you up. Right. Yep. And that's why the Bible talks about lay hands on no man suddenly. suddenly because yes. you should, like you say, Pastor Tina, um, ministers, leaders, pastors, anybody mm -hmm. who's working the altar, mm -hmm. they should have enough wisdom mm -hmm. to know and discern. You talked yeah. about discernment earlier, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Um, and you have to have that spiritual discernment of what you're dealing with, yes, what you're yes, praying for. Yes. And, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. we want to be so deep that we don't even ask the person. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Then they walk away and not getting what they came yeah, up to absolutely. the altar for. And, that's what it's and, all about. and then you got to know, you talked about knowing Jesus. what realm, too, you, mm -hmm. you're going into. Yeah, and you mm -hmm. can't just operate in any realm because you'll get yourself into trouble. Because I mm -hmm. know I have experienced that, mm -hmm. too, um, being in, you know, being in the, um, in the same room with someone. And they had, they had uh, said, you know, they were given their testimony about being into witchcraft mm -hmm. and, you know, tarot cards and all this mm -hmm. and all of that. And even dealing with mental, you know, issues right. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they were trying to minister to someone else. And the spirit of the Lord just kept telling me with loving kindness. They yes. was, you know, it was a few people, you know, telling this individual you know, this and that and how to get saved and how to get delivered and you shouldn't be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that. And I was saying, wow, yeah. won't they just tell this person, you know, won't they just tell this person, but yet God loves them mm -hmm. and he wants to save them, he Amen. wants to heal them, he wants yeah. to deliver them, he wants to bring them out from what they're doing. And um, I eventually said it, I eventually spoke of, you know, me with my shy self, my timid self, but you know, the spirit of the Lord just pressed upon me that I, like you, I couldn't leave without telling that individual that God loved them and with loving kindness, he will draw you. We don't have to browbeat people. We don't have to yeah. pe beat people down. We don't have to judge them. Yeah. We don't have to, you know, uh, critique them. We don't have to, you know, uh, 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 bring them down, you know, because right. God is not a condemning God. That's we don't have right. to condemn them. That's Right. And, you know, oftentimes that happens in the church and we just want to bring awareness and attention to it. And we don't want people to leave the church when this happens to you, because another thing you should be is obedient. Unless the spirit of the Lord is telling you to leave or you are in a place where you're being being judged, you're being brought, abused, um, abused yeah. and, right. you know, you're being condemned, you know, because we don't right. serve a condemning God. We serve a loving God. That's why the discernment. That's why you got to have discernment to know what you are operating with because why would you send them away wounded more than what they came in wounded and if you don't understand it then the, even if you have someone that oversees you or whatever to redirect them 
Right. You know what I mean? Right. There is other people, just like, for instance, like how our friend, uh, Prophetess Monette, mm -hmm. if I can't handle this thing, such a thing, I know somebody mm -hmm. who can to, mm -hmm. to redirect them somewhere. Mm -hmm. But you don't throw them away and send them out of there wounded more because uh, one, one thing they fail to realize, their blood will be on your hands. Mm -hmm. You know, and they don't talk about that, th things like, mm. oh, I'm not dealing with that, mm. this, that, and I'm not there. No, but when it becomes overwhelming with you and like Absolutely. sharing about you come to the altar for prayer and the mm -hmm. same thing and this and that, you're not taking heed to destruction, the leading of the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Mm -hmm. you, you, that's not when you make up your mind and determine <laughs> where their soul is going and what you need. Okay. To, that's when you redirect mm. and be led by the Holy Spirit Amen. because you are concerned for their soul. Thank you for viewing and listening to Unplugged Church Edition. Remember to subscribe to both Spotify and YouTube. Don't forget, like, follow, and share on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you again for listening to Unplugged Church Edition as we continue to have soulful conversations.